Hi, welcome to the first episode of Feigning Champs. Thank you, thank you. And our first order of business is just a quick NBA talk, a little playoff update on what's been going on round one uh, this year in the playoffs. I myself am a Heat fan, so seeing what they did to Atlanta was awesome. I mean, they really beat the Hawks up, so hopefully we can all look forward to the Heat being our future NBA champions. But in the meantime, just a quick update from my lovely producer here on the NBA playoffs. Celtics sweep Nets 4-0 Raptors win game 5-1-0-3-88 76ers lead series 3-2 against Raptors Mavericks win game 5-1-0-2-77 Mavericks lead series 3-2 against Jazz Heat beat Hawks in series 4-1 Grizzlies win game 5-1-11-109 Grizzlies lead series 3-2 against Timberwolves Suns win game 5-1-12-97 Suns lead series 3-2 against Pelicans Bulls versus Bucks game 5 April 27, 2022, 7:30 p.m. on TNT. Bucks lead series 3 to 1 against Bulls Nuggets versus Warriors game 5 April 27, 2022, 10 p.m. on TNT. Warriors lead series 3 to 1 against Nuggets. All right, thank you for that, and go Heat. Okay, so down to business. While we're really here, we are getting ready to cover Curico's basketball. And this is going to be meant to either listen and watch along with the show or to stand alone on its own. Uh, however you prefer, I guess. But we're going to get ready to be covering uh, Sayreen's second season here. And let's start where it all began, shall we? With Sayreen's team history, they're only a second-year team. Um, they have some returning players who are also the founding players, and they are the founder himself, Tepe Kiyoshi. He's 179 pounds. He's 6'4". He's considered an uncrowned king, so he's considered a really, really good player. And if this was any other time, he would be considered, you know, the best of a generation. But because we're in the time of a generation of miracles, he's kind of been in their shadow a bit. But he's still a great player, and he's definitely an uncrowned king. Last year, for Sayron's first year, he played power forward for them. Um, kind of like a power forward point guard hybrid, though. He really controlled a lot of the game from inside the paint and under the basket, and a little bit of centerish properties to him, too. In fact, this year, he's actually going to be playing center. Um, assuming he plays. We all know he had that bad injury last year, and uh, he's still questionable. Um, another returning player, we have point guard Shun Izuki. He is 144, he's 5'9", and he's a pretty good point guard. He's got the eagle eye, so he can kind of see the court and see where he's going with his passes and see how he needs to manage his team. He had a pretty nice season last year, although after uh, Tepe's injury, things did fall apart for the team. Um... Another returning player, we have small forward Shinji Koganai, who's 148, he's 5'7", and, you know, he's a role player. He'll probably be on the bench this year with some of the new additions they've got, but we'll see. He might get some playing time. Um, we have last year's center, Renosuke Mitobi. 
who's 186. He's 6'1". And again, he's a fine role player. Um, but we'll see how much playing time he actually gets with some of the new first years that we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, and then, of course, we have Captain, the returning Captain, Junpai Hyuga. He is 178 pounds. He is 5'10". He's a shooting guard, and he is a clutch player. Very good as well. Um, and then we have the second-year coach, Rico Ida. She is the daughter of pro sports trainer and actual former Japan national team player for the Japanese national basketball team, Kagatore Ida. So she's got some basketball in her blood and some training in her blood too. So you can definitely count on her to whip this team into shape and get them ready for the coming season. So those are the returning players. Same guys from last year who, you know, they founded the team. They all swore in front of the whole school during morning assemblies that they would at least make it to the national tournament and have a chance at being crowned the best team in Japan. Um, and that's kind of how they announced the basketball team formation to the school. So <laughs> quite the dramatic uh, first day. Um, and they really did. They had a promising start. And then after Kiyoshi's injury, like I said, they were just crushed, crushed by the three kings of Tokyo, really. They were demolished last year, but <laughs> let's not worry about that. It's not last year. This is this year. And we're going to talk about this year's Seirene's team and some of the new players they have. Um, <laughs> these guys, too. During the morning assembly, they all the first year, they made their pledge on the roof in front of everybody, um, just like last year. And the coach, Rico, she wanted us to point out two players, two first years in particular, that they're pretty excited about. Um, so she was saying, Taga Kagami from Class 1B, his pledge was to beat the Generation of Miracles. He's from Japan originally, but he went to middle school in America, in California, actually, I think. I think even in L.A. So... You know, everyone's been talking about how he's learned basketball in America and how he's got all this promise. He's 181 pounds, he's 6'3", and coach says that he's really got a lot of raw natural talent. And she is very excited to see how he blossoms this coming season and what he can contribute to this team. She thinks that he's really going to carve a role out for himself. And that's why I was saying some of those second-year players from last year might not uh, get all the playing time they were used to second first-year guy that uh, Rico wanted us to talk about was Tetsu Koriko. Um, now, he's actually from Taiko Middle School, <laughs> um, and he was a regular there. Um, believe it or not, I know. That comes to a shock to a lot of people. Most people forget about him or didn't even know who he was to begin with, but he was actually the Generation of Miracles' sixth man. He's a point guard. Uh, he's 126 pounds. He's 5'6". Um... He's probably going to be this team's sixth man as well, coming in off the bench. Um, but we'll see. Coach says he's a secret weapon, and we'll know it when we see it. So we're just going to have to kind of take her word on it and see, you know, what he turns into. I mean, I, I consider myself a pretty big basketball fan, and 
you know, I know about Take on the Generation of Miracles. I even forgot that he was on that team. But he was. He was their sixth man. He was a regular member of the team. And he's definitely a member. The other members of the Generation of Miracles, they all recognize him. So we'll have to see what he can contribute here in Seirene. Um Now, me, myself, I'm actually not um, I'm not a Seirene fan. But I'm going to try to keep it as, you know, unbiased as possible here. Uh, other first years, Koichi Kawahara from Class 1A. We have Hiroshi Fukuda from Class 1B, and we have Loki Furihata from Class 1D. So, you know, Coach didn't really necessarily wasn't as excited for those three players as she was about Tetsuya and uh, Tiger, but you know, maybe they can carve a role for themselves too. There's going to be minutes up for grab this year, especially since we don't know what's going on with Tepe still. His injury is... Listen, all we know is that Seirene has a practice game coming up against Kai Johai, and Tepe is out for that practice game, and he's probably going to be out, you know, heading in up to the inter-high and through the inter-high. We'll have to see. We don't know, but we just know he's out for now. Um... And this practice game against Kaijo, I mean, it's no joke. That Kaijo's a nationally ranked high school. They're inter-high regulars. They themselves have a generation of Miracle on their team. They have Ryoto Kisei, who we will talk about a little bit more in the preview to that practice game and leading up to that practice game. Um, but he is definitely a very solid player. Um... You know, he was a regular from the Generation of Miracles, too, and he is super, super, super talented. Uh, and there's some drama, believe it or not, too, um, between Ryota and Tetsu. Like I said, Tetsu was on uh, Teiko Middle School basketball team as well with Ryota, and apparently they were pretty good friends at Teiko. So <laughs> apparently Ryota crashed Serene's practice and just invited to leave Seren and join Caillou. Now, we have reports that Tetsuya apparently declined that invitation and, you know, is going to stay with Seirene and has pledged to kind of work with Taiga, who he has started to bond, form a little bit of a bond with early on and um, has kind of pledged to help take down the Generation of Miracles, his formal teammates. But, you know, that's got to be a tempting offer for him, especially if they were close friends in middle school. And we're going to have to see where exactly that leads to. Um, because if I was a Seirene fan and you think you have a couple of promising young guys and your coach thinks you have a couple of promising young guys and then some an old friend from the past comes and takes one of your guys, you know, I might have a problem with that. <laughs> Um, you know, let's talk about Ryota just a little bit here. Um, he actually kind of just started playing basketball. This is only his, he just started playing his second year of middle school. So what, this is his second, third year playing. Uh, he's already considered a generation of miracle. They already accept him into their group. He was already a regular on the middle school team. Um, He's already considered a prodigy, and he's truly, truly a jack-of-all-trades. Now, like I said, um, going up against somebody of his caliber is going to be tough, but you have to think, 
Sabrina's got a member of Generation of Miracles too. And even though we low-key kind of forgot about him, um, he's got to be able to bring something to this team, right? Coach is really, really high on Taiga. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, she really expects to play Kagami a lot, I think. She was really impressed by what she's seen in, uh, early on at practice and stuff. And we know Tepe is not playing in this practice game, but it's just a practice game. So we'll have to see, you know, he's going to take it slow because he's a great player for them. They need him. And if they hope to go far in the Inter High or in the next tournament in the winter, the Winter Cup, they're going to need him healthy. And he's going to have to help them because there's a lot of strong teams this year. Um... So yeah, that being said, we will see you guys next time here on Feigning Champs. Peace.